no. No. Bye. Yeah. No. No. I've left the building. I don't like it. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non crimes. <laughs> That's probably a better way of doing it while we're across the country. <laughs> there there simply has to be. Yeah, there simply has to be. Kira, you just grabbed a glass of water. Where did you grab it off of? My cat tree. Okay. That's what I thought. I'm, I'm in the booth today. Yes, you are. It is a recording day and Kira's in her booth. I am. I am. How, how are you doing? I'm really good today. Yeah, good. Yep. Been on, are, been on the picket lines, been working on live shows, been planning my wedding. Yeah. Um, I've got shows coming up in Boston, New York, and LA. So if you're there, you've got friends there. These are uh, shows not to miss. Oh my God. I I will be there, as you know. I stay at your shows. Is it solo? Is it with anyone? Uh, I have a show with Jimmy Fowley, who's like my writing partner at SNL yep. and my my dear friend. And it's in drag and Griff came. I think we've talked about it quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Perfect, yeah. Um, but that that one and then my show that I do with Aaron, who co-hosted the pod with Griff. Oh, we love Aaron. Will Aaron, just for my selfish need, will she be in LA? No. Oh, then I'll, I truly will have to go to Boston to see it because y'all are, y'all are nuts together. Someday That's soon. Great. Yeah. Oh, she's the best. Yeah, yeah. Get her out here again. All right, Griff, how are you? What's going on? I'm well. I am enjoying the summer, just trying to get to the beach as much as possible. We've talked about that a bunch. Like, I have usually Mondays off, so I usually take that to go do a nice workout and then just relax on the beach. Sometimes I'll, like, listen to some episodes of Petty Crimes and do a little work. It's just summertime is a great time uh, for Griffy. And I also recently discovered, and I don't know if you know this, that we have a subreddit. Oh. Yeah, one of our super fans, apparently. Well, I, I'm on threads now, and I wonder if anyone else is on threads. It's been such a <laughs> hot topic. And then someone messaged me that about like uh about Reddit. They were like, not me commenting on Reddit about something. And I was like, what? And so I Googled Petty Crimes Reddit, and uh, one of our fans, Star Eater, seems to have created a, a subreddit for us to discuss uh, episodes. Incredible. Yeah. Shout out to her or them. I wanna, I'm going to go participate. <gasps> yeah. Um, <laughs> they, yeah. Their uh, Reddit people seem to be honest, and uh, yeah, we are encouraging people to be petty, and people have thoughts on things. Oh, shit. Are, you say that with fire in your eye. Are people talking shit? I mean, I, as they should. I mean, it's 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 more just like honesty about how they feel about like crimes and, you know, our our, our crimes are petty. So people get really like feathers ruffled yeah. by someone picking blueberries out of someone's mm. yard um, or, you know, X, Y, Z, any crime. So it is funny, like <laughs> the beast we've created and continue to feed and can you blame Star Eater for creating this? No, you can't. No, we no. can't. It's catharsis. Yeah. It's all in good fun. Just yes. keep it light. <laughs> yep, keep it light. And remember that we are two pretty normal people trying to take a stance on really petty bullshit. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I've got a crime today for you. How I'm, are you feeling in terms of receiving it? I'm ready. I'm excited. I don't know a thing about it. You don't know a thing. I did hint at the end of last week's episode, we did a stuffed animal criminal or minimal that you presented me with. 
which was we had thoughts on. Mm. This crime is a nice pickup from that. Ooh, okay. Yeah. It is so <laughs> specific and quirky. I discovered it kind of last minute. I was going through our inbox and I don't know how how I overlooked it. It was submitted by someone we'll call Lexi. Mm-hmm. And it's a good one. So I shall begin. Those involved, Lexi, Ren, who is Lexi's sister, and Jackie, who is Ren's co-worker. Okay. So now I'll begin. I, was, I lied before. Lexi, Ren, and Jackie, who is Lexi's co-worker. Correct. Got it. And Ren is Lexi's sister. Correct. She begins. Hi, Kira and Griff. I love your podcast. I explained criminal or minimal to my husband, and it's become one of our favorite driving pastimes. Huh. My friends do the same thing. I, I, it's, it's cute. It's a good kind of like icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have a crochet-related crime to share with you today. Ooh. But first, Kira, what is your experience with crocheting? Can't do it. I've oh. tried. Okay. <laughs> I would have I would have thought you might have been able to. I don't know why you you give crochet vibes, but Oh, am I giving off big crochet energy? I guess when it comes to like cat energy, I would kind of right next to it put crochet energy for some reason. Wait, what energy? Cat, kitty cat. Oh, sure. Yeah, right? That's like not out of the ballpark. No, cuz cats love yarn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yeah. That wasn't why I was saying that. Uh, but that makes sense. Okay, so you have tried. You cannot. Same. Can you, can I tried to do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We tried to do it. You know, it was all part of the, like, farm fucking vibe. Mm. Let's, you know. Yeah. It just wasn't for me. I thought my mom can, though. She's a very good sew- seamstress. Cool. Anyway, this crime began at my sister Ren's workplace. She works in an office where all of the desks are arranged facing each other. This means that Ren spends all day seated across from her coworker, Jackie. Ren does not like sitting across from Jackie, and she has become a regular topic of phone venting over the last couple of years. Got you. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a sister. We phone vent. (laughs) I'm I'm with it. I can picture. Yep. Yep. It's it's necessary. And just, sorry, just for me, this is not like a crochet-based workplace. This is a traditional workplace, and the crocheting's (laughs) going to come up later. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Great, great, great. (laughs) I'm picturing all these desks facing each other and they're like knitting away. That is a like Wes Anderson-esque visual that I love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Speaking of, you seen the new movie? I haven't yet. I'm going to soon. Have you? You will love. You oh yeah, love. I need to. What a vibe. I would love to be in one one day. So yeah, I need to see it. She continues. To try and sum up Ren's complaints, I'd say that Jackie, one, talks for long periods of time without letting anyone else speak. And two, takes any opportunity to talk about herself to the Mm. point of neglecting basic social niceties. Mm. A good example of this happened when Ren returned to work after vacation. Jackie didn't acknowledge that Ren had been gone or ask anything about the trip. Instead, instead, Jackie apparently launched into a 30-minute monologue about how her mother-in-law is going to adopt a puppy. Wow. Wow. What do you, I'm curious what you do, like, because there are just, there are people that aren't as reciprocal in conversation as some, which is a nice way of putting it, I suppose. What do you do when you encounter a person like this, if anything? Well, one, it's my biggest fear that that's what I'm like. Oh my God, same. (laughs) Uh, Which I think is generally helps you not be that person. 
Yeah. And then two, I tend to disengage. I yeah. just, I, I can't. Alex is a great listener. I'm not as good. He, Alex is a, a sweetie, sweetie. Yeah, I like, it's hard too because when people ask basic questions for me, I want to be thorough about answering them. So it's like, uh, I don't know, where were you born? I have to be like, I was born in Texas, but I grew up in Northern New York because I was adopted. And then they yeah. go into like, and, and again, I'm not saying that everyone like deep dives into who I am, but sometimes I realize that my answers are long because I want to be thorough and I want people to understand my perspective. But of I course. try at the end of that to at least be like, oh, and then where are you from? <laughs> sure. Yeah, exactly. Easier to do for some than others, I guess. I one time heard that the person who, th I think I've said this once before, but like early on the pod, mm -hmm. that the person who thinks a conversation went better is the person who talked more. Oh. And so like a really strong tact when you are interviewing for a job is to get the interviewer talking because they will perceive that the conversation was more dynamic. That's huge, helpful hint. I mean, that makes sense. Can I ask, does that also ap apply to improv, would you say? there? I would say not exactly because in improv, like, the tete-a-tete, -tete, the balance okay. is what will make it good. The balance. Okay, got it. Which is, you know, the same for me in conversation, too. It's like, I don't want to, I guess sometimes I just want to listen versus talk. And sometimes I want to talk and have people listen. But uh, uh, we'll cut this, or not we'll cut this, but we'll go through this quickly. When I did mm. my first round audition for the Groundlings, because you've suggested maybe, like, get into a little, like, intro improv class to, like, shake off some of the perfectionism I try to approach things with. Yeah. My my first round audition, I realized that some people really found that balance well. And then other people were like just steamrolling the mm. like the bit because they thought that if they spoke more, that that would be good improv, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's why I asked you. Yeah. You know a thing or two about improv, I'd say. Uh, probably too much. But <laughs> monologuers in the workplace, I've seen them and they're tough. Perfect. And on that note, let's move forward. There is one thing about Ren that Jackie does show a lot of interest in, however. Hmm. Ren has a little collection of crocheted animals that she keeps on her desk. Ah, reminding me of our baby Yoda. Crime. It sure does. Um, and at first when I read this, I thought maybe that's what it was. And then I finished and I was like, oh, this is not what it was. <laughs> <laughs> she continues, a few of the animals were gifts from me and some were from other friends. So our submitter is a, what I assume is a talented crocheter. Oh, cool. Yeah. Jackie loves these animals. Every time Ren adds a new animal, Jackie gushes about how adorable it is. Jackie even fashioned a little hook for the top of my sister's computer so that her crochet butterfly could look like it was flying. Cute. Yeah, very cute. <laughs> ja Sorry. Jackie's love of the collection eventually morphed into another source of annoyance for Ren. Because anytime someone comments on Ren's collection, Jackie jumps into the conversation to rave about the animals as if she has some ownership over them. And she always makes sure to add, oh, and I was the one who hung up the butterfly, you know. And Aww, even though Jackie... I feel even, kind of bad for Jackie. I feel like Jackie's trying to connect. Am um, I being... I don't... Oh, okay, we'll see. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. My question that I wrote, what are your thoughts on this? Can someone show too much interest in your interests that you particularly hold close to your heart, I guess? Um, I've definitely had coworkers that like their approach to conversation was like hyper interest in 
something I'm doing outside of work. And I was kind mm. of, it, it, it is a little off-putting, but they mean well. Yeah. It's it's more the like the monologuing and the like jumping into a one-on-one conversation that is probably irritating. Yeah. And I think too, like, I don't care if people have interest in what I'm interested in and like celebrate things, but I think it's probably a very stark contrast from like her not asking any questions about your life or you. And then this uh-huh. one specific thing, she's just like all in, basically kind of making her own. So it's just like, there's no, like we said, there's no balance to it. Right. Like, can you shut up about the crocheted animals and ask me about my vacation? Yeah, totally. Exactly. Or at least be nice and ask about the vacation to then get to the talk about the crochet animals. <laughs> right. And, and and I apologize for my rude comment. <laughs> no, no, don't. No, we understood what you meant. And it, talking to people, it's just a, it's a game. You got to play yeah. the game. Jackie's interest in the crochet animals was the impetus for my alleged, she writes in parentheses, crime. Ah. Now, before we get to the, the, you know, the bomb of it, a bit of crochet context, she writes. There's a trend of using crochet as a medium for data tracking. A popular example is known as a temperature blanket. Kira, have you heard of what these are? No. Perfect. I did a little research because we are thorough here at Petty Crimes. And (laughs) noblenits.com, which is a blog, (laughs) says the following. Imagine having a keepsake blanket that records an entire year of daily temperatures. Colors for the blanket are pre-selected and designated for a temperature range. So each day, a row is knitted or crocheted in the appropriate color for that day. And by the end of the year, you've knitted an entire blanket that records the temperature in your local area. How cool. Very cool. And just very quickly to round that little supplementary evidence in, the first temperature blanket wasn't a blanket at all. It was actually created by the Tempestry Project as a series of panels created to be a visual conversation about climate change. Mm, yeah. Right? So they had like warmer colored colors and cooler colors and it showcased kind of, I don't know, how things were drastically changing apparently. Yeah. I mean, that's very evocative. If you were to see like a bunch of these blankets hung up and see how the colors are becoming warmer over time, that would really make yeah. you feel something. Yeah, I that sounds really cool. And maybe, I mean, this might be a good like evidence to post to our Instagram. So keep a lookout for that. Um, they finish by saying, as these blankets, and this is important, as these blankets have evolved in meaning, however, nowadays blankets can record the temperature in something that is not climate related. Say a favorite vacation destination, your homeland, or a location special to you. You can also use them as a gift or keepsake. So Kira, you have a wedding coming up. Record the temperatures for a wedding year, a birth year, a date that is special to you or the recipient. You can even use it to record daily moods. That's a little interesting to me. Very. Borrowing a word from Griffin, using interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I, I will say, and you can quote me on this, I don't want, I don't want a temperature blanket for my okay. wedding. <laughs> Shit. Well, you're in luck, sweetie, because I don't know how to crochet. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to think about what to get you. I'm still I'm still noodling on that. Oh, your your presence is a gift. You don't have to give me anything. It's that directly quoted from Kanye. My presence is a gift. My presence <laughs> is a present. Kiss my ass, as he says. <laughs> no, we'll we'll figure out something. And you're coming up to the farm, so maybe we'll do something. I don't know. Maybe I'll give you like a chicken egg. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> um, no, you don't have to give me anything, and you will be helping with minor tasks on my wedding. Okay. Oh, got it. Perfect. Well, get ready to write that crime out. Hmm? Lexi continues, with all that context, keep that in mind. 
Lexi continues. I thought it would be a f- it would be fun to make something similar as a little gift for Ren, but with a petty twist. Every day, Ren could log how annoying Jackie was being, and then I could turn those daily ratings into stripes for a stuffed animal. Oh. I ran the idea. <laughs> I ran the idea by Ren, and she loved it. So we decided to use a rating scale of one to five, with five being maximum level annoyance. With our scale set, Ren started logging. At the end of the workday, Ren would text me Jackie's daily rating. The daily texts were actually really fun, and I began looking forward to them. Sometimes the updates were straightforward. Uh, Jackie was only a two today. Other times, Ren would include a little explanation. Jackie was a three. She kept using my broken ankle as a reason to talk about childhood scoliosis. Or... (laughs) Or... Jackie is dabbling in intermittent fasting and won't stop talking about it. Ugh, she's being such a total five today. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, intermittent fasting and making it your whole thing, that is a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you can, you can understand. We're rounding home on the crime, and it obviously just got way petty. Yeah, that, I, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. After a couple of months, there was enough Jackie data to make a small crocheted giraffe. Okay. And she says, by the way, I have changed the actual animals I'm mentioning to help keep things anonymous. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Although, is that as helpful as she thinks it is? I don't know. It's very we'll specific. We'll find out. We'll find out, honey. Let us know if your life goes up in flames. <laughs> anyway, let us know if you're Jackie. <laughs> yeah. She continues, I used shades of purple to represent the rating scale, with one being a pale lavender and five being a deep plum. Eventually, the crocheted temperature giraffe was complete. Ren placed the completed giraffe with the rest of her collection and waited for Jackie to bite. Oh, at work? Oh, no. (laughs) No, no, you lost me. Nope. All right. Well, we're rounding home. No, no. I've left the building. I don't like it. I don't mind that you made it. You can't bring it to work. No, no, no. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not into it. It's all too close for comfort. No, 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 no. Well, we do have a verdict section that these emotions would be very good for. As expected, Jackie did bite. She was absolutely delighted by the little giraffe. Sorry, I'm giggling through this one. She took pictures with it. She asked to name it, and she pointed it out. And she pointed it out as other employees arrived for the day. Now, normally, this kind of intense Jackie behavior would drive Ren crazy, but armed with the secret knowledge of what the giraffe symbolized, Ren felt untouchable. She just smiled and went along with Jackie's enthusiasm, not bothered by it at all. But by lunchtime that day, Jackie had even asked Ren if I would be able to make one for her too. Ren agreed to ask me, and that's where things currently stand. I've been sitting on Jackie's request for a couple of weeks now. I don't really want to make her anything, but there is a part of me that feels like I should. Wow. So, what do you think? Who is guilty here? And, if we are, would making Jackie a temperature giraffe cancel out our crime? Also, do we think it's possible that our petty intentions imbued Ren's giraffe with dark magic, thereby casting a cursed object (laughs) that now must be destroyed? Just thinking out loud here. Thanks for considering. Is it a horcrux? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thanks for considering XOXO, Alexi. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. Let's, there's three verdict questions. We just experienced a uh, ball of emotion from Akira just a few minutes ago. So let's work through that emotion with the verdict questions. Does that sound good? Or do you have any last thoughts before we do? No, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Verdict question number one. Is Jackie guilty for her self-absorbed way of communicating? I, like, we don't know Jackie. We don't know what's going on with Jackie. Is monologuing a petty crime at face value? Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. I would say that, so I, I agree with you, but I'll, I'll also just weigh in on the other side. I, at 31 years old, a ripe 31, am really tired, and assumingly they're the same age. I don't know how old they are, but like, you know, lateral ages. I don't know that I have the energy to, at a building block level, convince people of how to converse better. Would I be petty? And like, if I, you know, was like, you, I was like, hey, Kira, how's your day? And you'd be like, blah, 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 blah. And then you didn't ask me. Would I say, oh, thanks for asking me? Absolutely. That's a good way of kind of like cheekily getting these people to realize they are being a little self-absorbed. Yeah. But in general, I just don't have the fucking energy to like coach adults and how to do things on a very basic level. Yeah. And your coworker too, that gets dicey. Yeah. So it's like, and you had mentioned too, like when I asked you what your tactic was with these people, I mean, but she brings up a good point. They sit across from each other. They are Mm -hmm. each other's mirror at this point. So maybe avoidance is a little hard for them, but I try to avoid. Yeah. So we say guilty, not guilty, and we explained why. Yeah. I'm sure people have crazier thoughts, but all right. Are Lexi and Ren guilty for creating the temperature giraffe? Um, Creating it. And the second question to that would be, are they guilty for bringing it into the workplace? Okay. Calling your sister to bitch about your coworker that's bothering you, not guilty. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs an outlet. This person is annoying you. The temperature giraffe is nothing more than a physical manifestation of your check-ins about Jackie. Mm Mm-hmm. It may be imbued with dark magic. (laughs) However, the creation of said object, I'm going to say, ever so slightly, not a petty crime. I agree with that. I will back you with my support. I think the creation of it is not. It is. uh, It's a funny way of redirecting what could be consistent annoyance and negative energy for you. Yeah. And which is what a Horcrux is. You like put like this dark energy into it so you're not absorbing it. (laughs) Damn. All right. What about, Kira, bringing said temperature giraffe into the workplace? That is a crime. Okay. That is a petty crime and I will tell you why. Okay. It is the equivalent. It's it's feeling a little mean girl to me and I'll tell you why. It feels like having an inside joke with your friends about somebody and then saying the inside joke in front of them to mm-hmm. see what they'll say and then like giggling about their what they say because like they don't they don't actually know what you're talking about or get it or whatever. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I just I I'm feeling differently. <gasps> what? <gasps> I'm feeling differently. I, I agree that it's it's petty, right? I don't know. I mean I think if 
if it was Lexi and Ren both working there with Jackie, uh, uh-huh. I think for me it would be very Mean Girl energy because it would just be like in the space a little imbalanced with its purpose. But I think the fact that it's just Ren, I kind of view it as Jackie. Yes, it's petty. Uh, or sorry, I, I view it as her giving her sister kind of a like life jacket of sorts to go into work with. Um, I know, but they knew Jackie was going to talk about it. And it's kind of like, I know. here's a little stuffed animal that symbolizes how annoying I think you are. And now I'm putting it in front of you. It's It's all too close for comfort. I'm not into it. I hear that point. I think I'm just, I'm swayed a little bit on the other side just because theoretically, Jackie will never know what this animal is. We have to cancel. We have to cancel this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a good run, Kira. No, I mean, like, I'm again, I'm curious what other people think. I hear the, I hear the like mean kind of petty energy. This is petty. Um, Yeah. they're, They're adults being very petty. I think, I don't know. I just don't think she's going to know what the meaning is ever. And I also, we've been painting a picture of how selfish Jackie is in her perspective. So Mm. I don't know. For me, it balances out to be a little bit non-guilty. Okay. Yeah. But I hear your points and uh, I'm sure our petty criminals exist between them (laughs) uh, to some extent. Let's not forget who gets to decide. I do. You're, sure, you're right. And so let me ask you again. Was bringing the uh, temperature drop into work a crime? Yes, it was. Are they guilty? I don't You've like been it. You've heard. I'm not We've about recorded it. recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been recorded. Finally, last question. Okay. It, it involves magic, horcruxes. Would creating a temperature draft for Jackie then cancel out their crime? Yes, it would. I agree. Make Jackie a giraffe. Yep. And... Give it to her soon. Yeah. She yep. want, yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Perfect. Did you enjoy that crime? I really did. I'm feeling, and I'm not sure if it's the blanket over the cat tree, but I'm feeling incredibly <laughs> heated. Yes. Let me, it is both. I can assure you that is the blanket over the cat tree and it is the, the level of pettiness this crime came to us with. I just love these stories that I just like, I've never heard anything like it. Totally. Like the crochet aspect, the temperature blanket, this like, I mean, it's just, it is, again, like broken record here. But the more we grow, the more people listen and the more we realize that people have petty crimes in their life. And it's like, we're doing the Lord's work here. Every day. Every day. Every damn day. Well, thanks for listening, Kira. Good one, Griff. Thank you so much for submitting that. Um, yeah. let Tell us, give us an update if you if you make her the giraffe. And I think you should. Oh, yeah. And I have a feeling Reddit will be popping off. Just don't talk shit about us or we'll cancel the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sponsor alert. And it is a familiar one to us. Please welcome back Cozy Earth and specifically their best-selling bamboo sheet set, which is temperature regulating, incredibly soft, perfect for the upcoming summer. And I've been sleeping in every night since they sent them to us. Me too. Will you send us more? We really like your sheets. Yes, please. They also offer a variety of luxury pillows, sheets, blankets, and much, much more. And their bedding essentials are backed by a lengthy warranty. Cozy Earth is providing an exclusive offer for our listeners today, up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code PETTY. 35. We love these sheets. We think you will too. Check out Cozy Earth. Thank you, Cozy Earth. 
Okay, Griff, you ready for a little criminal or minimal? I am. I'm ready for more than a little. (laughs) I'll go first. Okay. Criminal or minimal? Threatening to cancel a podcast if your listeners talk shit about you on Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) I say minimal. Um, (laughs) I say minimal. Y'all, we are having fun. We are being fair while trying to still be having like opinions and being petty. It is a mind fuck of a little cauldron to be stirring. So don't come for us. Come for mm. the crimes, you know? The crimes. Yeah. And keep in mind that these are listener submitted crimes. And so we are at the mercy of all of you lovely petty criminals. We're mm. just uh we're just giving the platform to you for you to shine. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is really this is your show and you're talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, criminal or minimal. This was submitted by two of my besties, Emma and Paul. Criminal or minimal, reclining your seat in general on an airplane when you're sitting in economy. Ah. And I can give you some of their, because I was like, what? And then they explained it and I was like, oh, okay, I can hear it. Yeah, no, there was just like a news story about this. Really? Yeah, this woman who was reclined on a plane and a guy was punching the back of her seat. Oh my goodness. I know this this topic is very divisive. Okay. I wouldn't recline an economy if it's not a red eye, but I do think it's your prerogative. Interesting. Yeah, red eye is a good uh like anomaly to that rule. I think it's and I to the point that they even made because they were like I think Paul specifically was like it is not that big of a difference. It's not going to like knock you mm-hmm. out for sleep. It's like two degrees. Yeah. But to that same argument, it's also like it is only two degrees. So like the person behind you isn't, it's not like smacking their nose. So, and if you're like, ah, that's too close, then you recline. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. So, okay. All right. Was that a criminal or a minimal from either of us? <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, I think um, it's minimal. You can recline, uh, according to me. Yeah, yeah, same. Okay. Uh, Criminal or minimal, waving at the end of a Zoom call and going, bye. Oh, I stay locked (laughs) up in jail for that then. (laughs) Minimal. Yeah, I agree. It's personable. And you're fucking talking through a camera. Just like do what you can to make it like a connection, I guess. It's whack, but you can do it. (laughs) Yeah. Do I feel like a like. 30 year old doing it you know i'm sure like the gen zers are looking being like what losers but yeah i'm i'll wave to you when we sign off of this recording how about that how about that kira can i ask are you keeping up with the kardashians i am would you feel comfortable doing a very rare pop culture criminal or minimal for our listeners thank you for asking i'm ready perfect criminal or minimal courtney kardashian having such an issue with Kim Kardashian working with Dolce & Gabbana so soon after Courtney's collabed-esque wedding with them. I am not a fashion girly. We know. <laughs> Criminal. <laughs> so I'm sure on some level I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I think Courtney is criminal in that instance. Ah. Because I'm like, honey... Your wedding is about the love. It's not about the looks. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it, I, I, like, I'm sorry. And yeah, 
Kim's point, I really felt like Kim got her ass when Kim oh. was like, who got married in Italy? Who had Andrea Botticelli as the singer at their wedding? I was like, boom, case closed. Yeah. Kim's she fresh out of law she school. Not, everyone always wants to think that other people are like biting their style and mm. like are taking their thing. It's, they're not. Every, yeah. it, they're, they're not. I love that response. I think this is why I love the Kardashians and pop culture in general. Like, Sip like it's such sibling bullshit. It's such sister bullshit, but it's at yeah. a level that is so like magnified. Literally, it's you know, as valid as Kim's points were in saying that, she's also saying the most like one percent yes. things, <laughs> which is like, I had my wedding in Italy, I had Andrea Bocelli there, I had don't it's like oh my god. And so, like, I was just talking to uh, uh BC magazine about this, like <laughs> it's, it's relatable in the most unrelatable way. But for the record, I'm going to say criminal. Or sorry, I'm going to say that Courtney's reaction's valid. It does feel a little like they used her wedding, which is her wedding, by the way. It's not just a collab to like launch your business into the next like stratosphere or your like brand. It was the next chapter to like something Courtney's been working on really long. And it just it does feel like from honestly the designer down that it was a little bit of a stepping stone to get to like the bigger name Kardashian. Ooh. Yeah, that's my take. Uh, one more very innocent one from you, shall we? Mm-hmm. Criminal or minimal? Saying, I appreciate you instead of thank you. Oh, I remember when this one came through. That's very, that's fascinating. I uh, appreciate you. I'm going to say minimal. Me too. I like that. It seems like even you just like reading it out, it just seems like it like, like uh, I absorbed it better and it made me feel better than just the thank you. Like, mm. I appreciate you. It's just, I think, speaks a little bit more volumes to, like, then th I thank you. I do need a thank you. Like, if you're not saying thank you, criminal, in general, but I think saying I appreciate you, which I hear a lot at the restaurant, occasionally, it just hits differently. It just makes me feel better for some reason. So, I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say minimal. Great. Yeah. I like, I like it, too. I don't mind it. I, I wouldn't feel slighted if somebody said appreciate you instead of thank you. You know what it is too. For me, it is like people, what I just said, people are so trained to say thank you that sometimes the like automatic firing of thank you seems a little mm -hmm. disingenuous. And mm -hmm. that like when I'm dropping a drink to someone or when they're like ordering, for instance, they'll be like, um, can I get the uh, bathhouse margarita? Thank you so much. There's not even like a pause. It's just like part of what they know to say. Mm -hmm. And so I think the, I appreciate you like lives in a different kind of intentional land than that. Cause it's like, it's just less like practiced, I guess. Okay, so, so what if they go this? <laughs> uh -oh. Can can I have the bathhouse margarita? I appreciate you. <laughs> so that would be criminal, right? It's like, it's just like the, the delivery is wrong, right? Like, yeah. if you're acting, it's bad acting. You're not nominated. Like at least like take a dramatic breath pause. Sure. You know, can we do a retake, please, Kira? Can I have the bathhouse margarita? I appreciate you. And the Oscar goes to <laughs> Sierra. Neither one of us. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Oh, another great episode. I love you. Yay. Till next week. Stay tuned. Are you not going to say I love you back? I appreciate you. <laughs> hey. 
Hey, I'm Talia Lickstein. And I'm Jake Cornell. And we're the hosts of a new podcast in the Sick Bird family. Basic Training. Navigating social situations is hard. Not for us, but apparently for everyone else. So we're here to help. Every week, people will call in and tell us about their fights, awkward situations, dating disasters, and ask what we would do to help solve their problems. The best part is we don't always agree. Check out Basic Training wherever you get your podcasts.